Hey everyone, we got another Friday bonus episode for you this week. If you didn't get a chance to check out our Cross Country Nationals live stream, we pulled the audio and put it into podcast form for you here. You're going to get to listen to our pregame show. We make all of our good and bad predictions. We got our halftime show, which breaks down the women's race. And then at the end, we've got our postgame show, which breaks down the men's race, some live reactions. I think it's a good listen. Also get to our YouTube page and check it out there. Uh, we had Chris Robertson in town to do the live stream with us. So it was a lot of fun. But before we get into that today, I do need to shout out our guys over at Articon. We just had our Irish Clover five miler. And there will be some awesome custom Articon bracelets that were the prize. These are the coolest prizes we've ever had. Some of the coolest, uh, you know, prizes you can have for a five-mile road race. And these are just essential bracelets for any runners right now. And like we've said a million times, my favorite thing about this company is that 10% of their proceeds goes back to help their partners over in Kenya, 10% goes to a clean water initiatives in Kenyan communities. So you got to check these guys out. Get to their website now and get yourself a cool bracelet. Let's get into Keep it. On this is Peak Keep Too Early, presented by SAV Racing, featuring Mike Gendron, Trent Fontanella, and Steve Gendron. YouTube. How we Yo. doing? I don't know if this is working. It feels like it's working. Look how legit we look. We yeah. Here. Wow, look at that. The lighting right. looks nice in my face. Welcome back to Peak Too Early. Peaked too early in the morning. I'm here with the boys. Uh, let's talk about last night's game. I feel like I'm on a radio show. This is like, this is like Mike and Mike in the morning. Oh. Just broke something. <laughs> Couldn't be going any smoother. Uh, let's not we, talk about the dude, game we're, last night. We're already we already have five thousand people viewing. Wow. wow, this is awesome. That's not as many as I thought we'd get. Oh, we're up to ten thousand already. This is wow, crazy. Wow. Okay, so we got we got a big race going on today. Every so we started this podcast for NCAA cross country. Right, like that's what that was the original idea for this podcast. Why we're we gonna stop? Why we were gonna do it? And you know, I feel like this past year we talked about it many times on the podcast. Cross country season was taken away from us. It was, you know, it, it was in all the craziness of this past year, we weren't able to enjoy our favorite part of the sport. And there was, we didn't know if they were gonna if they were gonna make up for it. We didn't know if there was gonna be another cross country race to to replace the one that was taken away from us this fall. And they're finally doing it. They're doing it. And they're, you know, we've talked about on the podcast where they're doing the best that they can, trying to cram everything in. And they, you know, pretty much just put cross country and track together the same week and made schools choose, made athletes choose. Um, but at the same time, like they're, they're trying, you know what I mean? So I'm looking forward to today. And I think if you look at track last night, what or, or what happened this week on the, on the track and the schools that chose between, you know, the two different sports for everybody but Oregon, it kind of kind of looks like 
most of the schools decided like we're going to go harder across country than we are indoor track. Yeah, especially like the the schools that you would think of when it comes to their distance program, right? I, I, it, I guess it doesn't surprise me with Oregon because they just feel like a track team, right? They feel like, I know it's a distance-based team, but they feel like a track team. It feels like they should, there should be a guy from Oregon trying to win the mile. That should be a thing. So, but all of your, your, your programs that make their bread and butter on cross country, they're going to be here today. That that's what, that's what we're here for. That's what they're here for. And let's be honest, if you're in college and you're, you're, running college track and field and cross country and you have to pick between one of them i mean i don't know chris maybe maybe you're a a track guy no i'm definitely a cross country guy yeah i mean that's the one we all want to be at that's i mean if you can only pick one that's the one we all want to be at so it's been it's been crazy like you said it's been thrown together uh we have the same weekend as indoor nationals that's going to be weird getting past like watching the track national saturday and now we're going right into cross country but and, and the lead up was weird without the regionals we're here though, and it feels like we're here, and it feels like like game day. It feels like cross country day, because this is the meet you're going for. Every distance runner is thinking about this meet right now. Um, and despite the weirdness of it, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that we're on this bar doing YouTube live that it feels so <laughs> real. But I do think it, now that you're here, you're past all like kind of the crazy lead up or the weirdness of the lead up, and it feels like game day. I am excited to see some storylines. Hopefully, some play out where an athlete that did the track meet is now flown in to the cross country meet. And if they could crush both events, I'm excited to see a couple people do that. Yes. I think that is like the most unique thing about that. That's when we look back at cross country championships past, you know, you might remember who won the race that year, the team that won the individual. Besides that, it's hard to remember all storylines, a storyline that we will remember in five years from the 2021 or 2000, I think they're calling it the 2020 cross country. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> 2020 will be remembered by the one that it was like, you had people who ran, some of them who won a indoor championship, got on a plane, flew to Oklahoma, and they're going to compete at cross country. That is, makes no that sense. Is <laughs> the most insane double of all time. All right, let's quickly, let's quickly shout out the number for people if they want to call in, if anybody's watching. So if you want to dial 617 617- Two two one seven one seven nine. We're doing a little call in here. We'll call in and, uh, and 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 throw some questions at us. Give us your thoughts, comments on the race. We will give you a warning that we are not super technically technical savvy uh, podcasters. We're just kind of piecing this together. Uh, Mike's the only one that will be able to hear you when you call in, so he's going to be translating to the rest of us when you call him. But give us a call. Uh, we'll, we'll talk some cross country. You're going to discourage the people from calling in if they can only talk to Mike. I mean, we got a stack like a, a panel here, and I'm sorry, but Michael, Michael, tell us your question. It's, we'll it's going to be great. It. It's wow. Another person thinks that I'm the best pers- looking person on this YouTube. That's crazy. You guys, I wish you could hear this. They just keep talking about how great I am. It's unbelievable. You're 50 columns already. In fact, I can, I can just pretend like people are calling right now. You guys don't know the difference. Oh, hey, look, we got another call. It's great. You have the tough job, though, of being kind of like the intern that gets to call the radio station that has to vet the call and figure out if it's real or not right before they let them come live. Oh, yeah. You know, you get the drunk people that call in and they're just going to shout obscenities. So it's your job to vet all the crazy people out from calling in. What What is the number again, Steve? All right, one more time. One more, more time. time. We should have put on like a whiteboard yeah. or something. It's on our, it's on our Instagram. 617 221 so I think I do want to talk some, get some nitty gritty of this race. Let's start off with probably, probably the biggest storyline. We can talk about BYU versus NAU on the men's side. I mean that 
it became it became a rivalry for the first time last year when BYU finally got got a win over NAU. But what are we thinking heading into this race? I mean, we got Connor Mance who finished second last year is going to be in a similar position where he's going to be competing for the win. Um, you got uh, uh, Grijalva is is a contender to win. You got Nico Young, the freshman from NAU, that's looking like he might he might be a contender up there. He'll you know out, you know he'll be shooting for. You know, I, I wouldn't. I'd be. I wouldn't be surprised if he went out with the with the league group trying to compete for the win. Um, but what do you guys think be, between between these two programs today? I mean, there's a million storylines right there that you just broke down. Like, I think we can do a whole segment here on on Nico Young's potential in this race alone. But starting with just these two teams, it's not a hot take, and I probably it's probably like the chalk pick. NAU is going to dominate this race. It's really not even going to be close. And I understand that people thought that going into last year, and it didn't happen. BYU upset them. I look through these results, like I look through my prep sheet, and they, this NAU team might be better. It is better this year than it is last year. This might be the best one they've had in like their five-year dynasty here. That's a hot take. They are yeah. going to wipe the floor with BYU. I'm not... It's going to I'm happen. Not, I'm not it's it's over. That. I'm not ready to say that because I just feel like I just feel like the BYU team is a little bit more battle tested right now. You could argue that NAU ha- this is their best talent team of the you know of the dynasty so far in terms of like their raw talent that they have. But none of them are really battle tested. I mean, I think that the team is is for the most part really you know turned over since the since the championship run. BYU has battle tested runners, and the thing that we got to remember is that this is going to be a really difficult course today. This is going to be a uh, this is not going to be your traditional like nationals cross country course. It's, it's going to be a little bit tricky, and I just feel like the BYU team has some grinders that are able to kind of fight a little bit. Uh, NA, NAU is is hands down the favorite going into this race, but they're not as big of favorites as I think everybody's making them out to be. I think BYU has a legitimate shot in this race. I didn't want to interrupt you there, Steve. We just did have a call in. Sorry to whoever that was. Give us a call back. We'll get you. We'll get you on the show here. Our, our intern is vetting the call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to go back to the BYU and NAU though. You know, in the back of NAU, like his head, they don't feel as invincible as they did in previous years, right? Like going out last year and having the big upset, uh, you 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 just know there's a little something in there, a little bit of doubt that's seated in there that I think could play out. Like BYU probably has a little, you know, we've been making a joke this weekend, like renting some space in NAU head. You know BYU feels confident. They did it last year. You know it's a little bit of a different team. Like that, that stays with the team year after year as a few guys transition out and a few of the young guys kind of develop. They're not scared of NAU today. I don't know, but NAU is going to use that as just fuel for the fire. Though. They, they know they got upset, and they're coming back with a vengeance, I think. All right, who do we got on the line here? All right, we got Roman from Toronto, guys. Welcome. To- I don't know if I can talk. Hell yeah, love it! All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give these takes to the boys. We'll break them down, but thanks for calling in, my man. All right, so please tell me that was the first time, long time. <laughs> it was. <laughs> All right, so we it, it is a weird setup here, right? Because we didn't come prepared with headphones. I can hear it. The people out in YouTube live can't hear my man Roman. They heard his takes. He's right on with me, right? He he's got NAU for the win. He's got in a blowout. He likes Nico Young. He likes Nico Young, but he likes Grahalva. For the win, but and this is I'm kind of I'm kind of upset 
Roman, that you stole my take here a little bit. He's taking the hometown boys from Oklahoma State as a dark horse. I don't think to win, but to, to be right up there. And I love that pick. I'm going to talk about more later, but what do you guys think what my man Roman had to say? I think from the Oklahoma State standpoint, yeah, home field advantage. It's a tough course. I don't know how well. I mean, I would say BYU and NAU, they definitely have access to hilly terrain, crazy trails, mountains. So I think those guys are going to be well prepped. But there definitely is something to be said for having that home field advantage. You got your squad there cheering for you, assuming that they're going to have some spectators out there, as well as they've prepped for the hills. So I don't I don't necessarily disagree with it. I'm always going to go with my boys from Iowa State as my sleeper pick. Love it. Um, they also have a very tough cross-country course, very hilly. I think they're going to be well prepped as well, but uh, I don't know. I don't know about upsetting BYU and NAU, but I'll, I mean, yeah. we got we got to talk about Rodriguez, right? I mean, mystery well, man, Isla, well, I love him. He's going to go as Rodriguez goes, right? And I mean, he's what, what year is he now? Is he a sophomore or junior? I, I, I think he's a junior now. It, he's it's, a guy. He's a guy that hasn't necessarily risen to the occasion in the big meets. So I, you know, except for freshman year when he, when he dropped that like fourth year. place finish. You know, almost took down Morgan McDonald, Grand Fisher, those guys, competed right them. You never know what you're going to get. But what I'm, what I'm going to say about Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma State is I think that I don't think they're going to have a great day. I don't think I, – I, I feel like this is an unpopular take. I don't think they're going to have a great day. I don't – I think that they're gonna be they're gonna be fighting for the top ten today. Don't don't listen to him, Roman. Hey, me, I, Roman, I, I mean, I got you, my man. <laughs> okay, we, but we got Oklahoma State. Okay, fine. I mean, it it all depends on how good Isaac does, right? If Mystery Man comes comes up today and is in the top ten, in the top five, they got a shot. But and this is another thing we can talk about. But this course is supposed to be like. One of the more difficult cross country courses there is, and there's never been a cross country. Is that playing to his hand? I don't. Think I, it does. Yeah, because it's his home course. This this is their home course. They're the only ones who really know this course. There's very few teams that actually ran it this year, um, and like I said, there's never been a championship here at this course before. So that's a huge advantage, even for these seasoned guys, right? The NAU guys, the BYU guys who have been on the big stage before, they they don't know this course. So I, I want to talk about that for a quick second. Does knowing the course inside and out help? I think so. I for sure, I'm especially sure when it's that not. difficult of a course. Yeah, but sometimes you get in your head too much about knowing the course too much, and it's like there. I I don't know. I feel like the courses that I've run in my life that I know really really well aren't the courses where I have my best days. It's the courses where it's it's like my first or second time running it. It's like I you kind of go into it with a little bit more like of a blank slate, like ready to race. I think when you get too in your head about your own course, about no one course inside and out, it, it's the running comes a little less naturally when that happens. I don't even think it's necessarily all about knowing the course, but there is something about like hosting the race where you feel like people are coming onto your turf, right? So it, everyone comes across the country is coming to Oklahoma State, they're coming into your backyard. And I'm not saying, you know, people need any more motivation. You can get to that classic thing like, this is going to motivate this person. But I think there's a little, like the home track meets that you'd have, you know, it just felt like there's a little bit more. Isn't on the there line. added pressure there? And yeah, so the, pressure. our whole point is that Rodriguez hasn't been able to live up to the pressure. So it, it's on his home course. He has that feeling like he has to defend his home course. Is that too much pressure for a guy like him? And no. I think all the evidence no. we have so far of his career, it might be. 
Mike's going to disagree with that. I am, but I'm just so excited how much time we spent on Oklahoma State. Those are my boys. Get we all know that I love Mystery Man. We just did like a five-minute segment on Oklahoma State. What's the go. odds of the very first caller who calls in? Let's go, we, Roman. Who we can't hear is apparently backing oh, Mike with his He brings up his favorite runner in all of NCAA's favorite Dark Horse team. It's suspect. You'll never know. <laughs> it's suspect. I guess we'll never know. So I, I want to, before we get too far away from the BYU-NAU topic, what would you guys put the odds on? on what would you give, like, BYU's uh, odds to win this race? Like, how much of an underdog are they? I think they're, like, plus 175. Like, almost 2 to 1. Plus 175? I I think that what would you, about, what right? would you put? What would you put NAU at? <laughs> what would I put them at? Well, well, Maybe you're the wrong person. Minus two hundred. What would Vegas put them at? Minus two hundred. Minus two hundred. <laughs> but I again, I obviously have very strong feelings on this. So, all right. But that's what I would put them at. All right. I guess you. I guess you got to collapse those a little bit just because of what BYU did last year. Just knowing that they they pulled the upset last year, I think you have to collapse a little bit. So maybe it's like minus one fifty and like plus one twenty five. What would be a fair bet me against you three? Because you three are on NAU. If I were to bet you three, what's a fair bet we could make? Oh, man. I, I, I mean, I'm just feeling good about BYU today. I mean, if those are the odds, I might go BYU on those odds. Because I, I think it's closer to even match going into it. Wow. I, I think. I mean, I'll, do, I'll bet whatever you want because BYU is going to get smoked. All right. You guys are going to get smoked. <laughs> well, why are you so confident in that? Because NAU is so much better. They are so much better. Mike, why they, are they running the race? What's the point of run today? You're just going to give them So the they goal? can show up and slaughter them. I mean, they're, that's what everybody said they're, last they're, year. They're going to put three guys in the top 10, and they have so much depth. They're like seventh guy could be like top 80 in this race. Same so thing we much were saying depth. last year. Same thing we were saying last year. I just don't think that they get upset again. I think that right. it would have to be a colossal blow up in my mind. Last year, I think we went into it. Everyone thought because NAU had been such a powerhouse that they were just going to dominate again. But when you actually go back and really break it down and look at how the teams like ran during the year and stuff, it was like, oh, actually, this isn't as surprising as we thought. This year, it would be genuinely shocking. And I know BYU beat NAU earlier this year, but NAU didn't run anybody. Like they only run like two or three guys per race at a time like we have not seen an nau team that's full-fledged ready to go does that spook you though does that spooky that yeah does that mean that the they're line? not ready no, to go i'm not worried about it because it's been such a weird like calendar year for cross country they had to extend it out longer they had to pick and choose where they were gonna race i am not worried we got coach mike smith out there ready to ready to bring home bring it home for the boys i don't know we'll see should we um should we do some individual winners and then uh, head on over to the women's for a little bit? Sure, I just want to make sure, sure we cover it all and then. Uh, and we got to get into our picks before we. Before and we uh, yeah. let's give the number one more time too. Let's give it up one more time. Let me see. I should have this more readily available here. Should write it on the whiteboard. Yeah. The number is six one seven two two one seven one seven nine. Call in. Give us your hot takes. Tell us why uh, I'm right and Mike's wrong. Give us a call. <laughs> All right, you want to talk some some winners? Let's talk about let's talk about Mike. Do you want to list off who the top contenders on the men's side are today? Yeah, so I I put down a list here of people. I think I mean you never know, right? There could be oh we got somebody calling in. Should we take this real quick? Yeah, let's take it. All right, 
getting you on the line here. If I can make this work. Let's go. Who we got? Who we got? Hey, how's it going? Who who we got here? Who we got? Who's calling in? What's up? We got a shout out to the Joe Boss Man Rand in the background here. What do, what do you got for us today, Kyle? Good. Good. Yeah, love it. I'm a, I, I don't know much about running either. Let's go. All right. Awesome. Thanks, man. We'll uh, we'll break that down. I think this is a perfect transition. All right. So we got a, uh, a huge shout out for Joe, the boss man, Rand. That was this guy, Kyle, calling in. And uh, I love it. He goes, I don't know that much about running. I know more about baseball, but I'm going to give you guys a pick here. And he liked the New Mexico State women for the win. So I think we're going to break that down, but I think let's finish up our men's winner and then we'll go right into the teams we got on the women's side because I think we got a lot to say about the New Mexico women. Love that so, pick, Kyle. All right, so the names I got listed right here, we got obviously Grijalva, who I think a lot of people are considering the favorite. But right neck and neck, I mean, it could go a coin toss between these two guys, Connor Mance from BYU. And then the third one that I think is probably the most interesting uh, athletes to talk about here is – Kip to from uh, Iowa State. So he just ran the 5K, won the 5K championship. Mm -hmm. He had some quote that was hilarious where he was just like, I don't know, it just felt like I was out there for like a long run. And that, you know, you do a run before a race. So I have my long run on uh, on Thursday and I'm getting on a plane. <laughs> and and uh, I think a lot, even though he's not fresh, I think a lot of people still think that he's the favorite to win this race, which we can break down. And then a couple other guys, Nico Young is obviously an interesting one to talk about. I had to throw in your guy, Yara Nagoose. Uh, you know, obviously, he's more of a track guy, but I, I think he could be there. And then, of course, the mystery man, Isa Rodriguez. If you guys got anybody else, uh, you know, we got Kemboy, we got Suleiman. So, I don't know. What do you guys think there? Who are we liking for uh, for the win on the men's side? I mean, I think it's a slam dunk for Kip, too. Iowa State guy. He looks smooth, just ran away from that 5K. 1323, I believe, was the time. He he's that didn't make him tired at all. He's he's coming into this race. So you believe him when he says it was just a long run for oh, him? Oh, it was definitely. It was definitely. He's on another level. Also, the Iowa State cross country course, uh, well, I guess it's been snowy, so I don't know how much they've been able to run on that, but it does compare uh pretty well to the Oklahoma State course and that it's extremely hilly. So if they were able to get any training sessions out there, I feel pretty good about his strength over the hills as well. But he seems like a grinder. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely a grinder. I, he, he's someone who's going to come into the race, just no limitations. He's not even going to think, oh, I'm tired or anything like that. Plus, I do have some people on the inside of Iowa State who said uh, pretty confident Ooh, in his ability some to, inside smash, info. to smash this race. I, so, I think I, Kip, I mean, I'm going to be cheering for him. Like if we can get if we can get a 5K uh, cross country double in the same week champion, like I'm absolutely going to be cheering for him. He's the guy that I want to win today. But I do think that because he raced the 5K this weekend, I think that this is playing into Connor Mance's hands perfectly. I think he matches up well on this course. I think he's going to run well on this course. I think that that 5K just I, 
like I said, I'm be cheering for him, but it's going to put just enough junk in his legs to give Mance the Mance the opportunity to win today. It, it definitely will. I think the hills will. The Hills will make it tougher for Kip 2 to do the double because he's going to be feeling it, especially on that back half. So I'm a little nervous about that. Uh, I think Connor Mance, I would I would pick Connor Mance as my other as my other option. I want to stick on Kip 2 a little bit longer, though, because I do absolutely love this storyline of the potential 5K, 10K double, right? With one, one on a track and one on a cross-country course. But it's not just the Jenna's legs, because I think when you're – you know, are at that level of an athlete. I don't know if that's going to really trump back, but there is got to be something to said for just like the mental energy that it takes to go and get yourself prepped for a national championship, one that you know that you have potential for winning on the track. And then there's a celebration afterwards, right? He's on a super high. Then he's got to get on a plane and fly out like, I don't know, 36 hours, maybe 24 hours even before the race. Like this is this is like bringing Chris Robertson out to try and bring <laughs> and what we did for the challenge. Like that's not what you want to do when you're getting prepped for a national championship is to go on the emotional highs and lows of going to track and then flying out and then quickly probably trying to learn the course real quick and getting getting out there. So I am definitely rooting for him because I love it. But I think the cards are stacked against him. I, I think it could go the other way though, where this is like a victory lap for him. There's no pressure. He already won one title. There's no pressure coming into this, whereas all these other guys, they're going to be feeling the pressure. There's a lot on the line. If he has that mentality coming in where he's like, this is just, this is an encore. I already did it once. Like, this is just, you know, icing on the cake. Maybe that mentality will help him. Yeah. So I think if I'm putting the odds on this, I think Kip 2 is the Vegas favorite to win this, right? So in my mind, I think he has the best chance of winning. I would like to believe that there is some, right? Because a guy like Grijalva, a guy like Mance is not that far off from Kiptu. If they're completely fresh, I'm taking Kiptu, no problem. But I would like to think that there's some advantage for a guy like Mance who is completely fresh. Like you have to consider that. I know Kiptu's, um, you know, a monster and he can obviously do this double back. I think he'll be great. But if you need something to, to break that tie or to, to try and lean you one way, I mean, this is what Mance has been – this is his only thing he's been focusing on. It's Grijalva and him. They are going after cross-country national championship. They want it. So, unbelievably, Steve, I got to agree with you. I, I got, I'm taking Connor Mance. And I know – yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna take your halvo to mix it up. Then I was gonna say, there we go. No love for all the NAU love, really. No love. Why? Well, we, you know, this is cross country. You don't need to have an individual winner to be a team champion. So that's kind of how I feel about that. Uh, the other names there: Nico Young. Do we think there's a chance that Nico Young can win this race? Of course, there's a chance, but I'm gonna go no. I'm all right. So, no. so where do you, where do you think he finishes? I think he'll be he'll be a strong pack contender, but I don't think he'll have the closest. What does that mean though? Like top twenty, top thirty? Oh no, top no. Five? I, I think he, I think he's I think he's a top five guy. Worst okay. case, top ten. Okay. But I, I just don't think he's quite there on the strength and then the closing speed compared to some of these more veteran runners in cross country. Yep. I think he's kind of a little Isaiah Rodriguez though. Like I could see him ending up in the top five, and I could see him kind of ending up outside of the top twenty five. You know, but the guy's got all the talent in the world. And, oh, yeah. and maybe not as season of the other ones, but I think he'll be right up there. I, I like Nico today. All right. So, top 10, top 10, top 15 finish for Nico, not inside the top 10. That's my prediction. I think he's in the top 10. And I think that's a big reason why NAU is going to roll today. So, we got our women's race coming up here in about 20 minutes, it looks like. Am I? So, let's, let's, let's I, we could go, I, we should have started this earlier. Like, I feel like we could go for another hour, but uh, let's head over to the women's side is that you guys cool with that and let's start bringing this down um 
So, I mean, let's start where, where my guy Kyle called in. Finally, Kyle, we're getting to your, your question that you asked 15 minutes ago. He wants us to break down uh, New Mexico State. Do they have a chance to win? And come, some of the other teams that are, are looking at a chance to win here, I would say BYU is uh, the, the odds-on Vegas favorite. And then uh, the Stanford woman, what do we think? I like the call, Kyle, on New Mexico. I'm not sure they'd be my pick for today, but I like he's stepping out on a little bit of limb there. Uh, Arkansas right up there too, right? Yeah, am I missing something? Is Arkansas? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? Uh... Yeah, I mean, Ar- Arkansas has got to be my I bad. Mean, yeah. I'm, I'm it's pretty even with BYU yep. in terms of in terms of like you know opportunity to win today. Um, I think in the coaches' poll, Arkansas is number one, BYU is number two, but I think it's 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 it's, it's pretty close. I mean, similar to the, to the men's side. So I wanna. I want to dive into New Mexico a little bit here because I think, you know, we you know, we know I love pack time, right? And I think that there's a chance that we get five New Mexico State ladies inside the top 50, which would be very, very tough to beat. I think they they don't have the star power. They're not going to have, you know, a top finisher, a top, you know, I think they could have maybe a top 10 finisher, but they have that crazy pack time. You know, I know BYU is probably going to have a one or two stick. So I, I don't know. I, I, I like New Mexico State. I, I like how quick they're going to bring those girls in. That one through five is going to round out very, very quickly. I think that's a scary team. Pack time doesn't matter when your pack is far back in the pack. <laughs> so let's just let's just say that. I, I think pack time always counts. So it, it could go both ways. Like cross country, the cool thing about it, it well, of many cool things, a place can be like a 0.1 seconds. Like you, you can, you could run five seconds faster and gain 20 places. Yep. And so if that pack is ahead of that, if they're, if they're, if just the way it plays out placing wise, if they are able to make a big jump, you know, and be like at the front of the chase pack, for example, versus being in the middle of the chase pack, then it could work out for them. But I think that'll be the problem though, is if without the star power there, it could go completely go terribly and go the other way where if their pack is just, you know, 10 places back and they're all 10 places, uh, 10 extra points added up, there's not really a chance to win when you're when you're up against a team that's going to have like three in the top 10 or two in the top. See, 10. The, the problem with that, though, is, and I, I agree with you, agree with your sentiment. I don't like that you're uh, you're trashing on pack time a little bit there. That kind of broke my heart. <laughs> but um, so BYU, you look at a team like BYU. Obviously, they have that star power up front. Obviously, they're going to be able to, you know, get some low sticks. But if you, if you, and the problem I'm seeing with a lot of these teams, like if you can't round it out with a fifth girl, you're going to be in a lot of trouble here. And I see a lot of teams where the weak link is right around that, that fifth girl and you're going to be taking a high stick. And I think that that lends itself good to a team like New Mexico, even like uh, a team Stanford. I want to talk about these girls came out of nowhere, right? You have Ella Donahue who just kind of like freshman came on the scene is crushing it. She's going to be a top five finisher today. And they are stacked up front, right? They're going to have two girls, at least in the top 10. Um, and I think it's surprising that we're talking about them. No, I don't think, you know, a couple months ago, people thought we'd be talking about Sanford, but they just don't have a girl who can get in the top like 100 as their fifth girl. So they have that star power way up front. Like you yeah. said, they're going to have two girls, maybe in the top five, but they, they can't round it out. And I think that's that's going to be the difference today. Someone can always step up. Never count so, someone so out. So that's what I think too, right? If you have a team like Stanford that somebody pops and has a huge day and all of a sudden gets in the top 50, well, okay, that's huge. Like, watch out for a team like that, too. I think NC State's another one where it's like they don't have a ton of depth as a team. But if they're top five, 
has a great day. I think everybody needs to really step up. But if if their top five has a great day and they perform a little bit beyond expectation, they could all of a sudden be in the mix to win this thing as well. Hell yeah. Uh, what about individual winners on the women's side? What are we looking at? I got a couple names written down here. Obviously, we got Orton from BYU. We got Eladonahue from Stanford. Uh, we got Mercy uh, Chellinget from Alabama. We got Dudek. This, the Stanford freshman, and I got Loge from Iowa State. Uh, so those are kind of the, the women I'm looking at at the top of the leaderboard. I, to me, the women's winner feels a little bit more chalk than the, the men's side of it, but I don't know. What do you guys think? It's not, it's not Orton from BYU, Mike. It's Gritty Witty. I was just yeah. going to say Gritty Witty. I mean, that's 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 the end of the story. Gritty Witty. Yeah, I think this is Gritty Witty today. <laughs> She's going to take this. I mean, I, I'm feeling really confident about our girl. Yeah, BYU steps up too on these stages. Like I like, I like Gritty Witty. I also like, I like BYU as a team out there. I, uh, you know, friend of the program, so we're always gonna be a little bit of bias on here. But no shame. There's no, no reason to not be biased. So I'm liking uh, everything I see from BYU on the women's side. Chris, I mean, I'm obviously going to go with the Iowa State. I, uh, the Iowa State so choice I here. I, I got a root for my school, uh, but. I think this will be a really good race overall in that there, I don't think there will be any breakaways early or anything like that. I yeah. think it's going to really come down to a, a hard last mile, which is the best kind of cross-country race to watch. Yeah, I think uh, I think Gritty Witty is, a, a, in my eyes, a big odds-on favorite to win this. I think a lot of people are taking her. I think it's the chalk pick, so I'm not going to take her. Uh, I think there's something to be said for Ella Donahue from Stanford, kind of break it out onto the scene, still don't really know her potential. I, I think we could have a run at Gritty Witty from Ella. And uh, also uh, Mercy from Alabama. I think she's going to be contending. I, yeah, I, 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 I think that's somebody who people are, you know, kind of counting out a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab another call here. Well, uh, let's see. Let's see who we got. Yes, the process. <laughs> All right. How's it going? Who do we got? Justin, what's going on? How you doing? What uh what do you got for some picks today? I I, well, I think that is a great person to bring up. Uh we were watching her in the uh the mile this this past weekend and into a track. So I'm going to uh, bring it to the boys here and see what they think. Thanks for calling in, my man. All right. So, Steve, we got a question from uh, they want to know about the hometown girl from the University of Massachusetts Lowell who just competed in the mile. And now Kayla Rich is coming to run the uh, cross country. I think it, it brings up a an interesting point, right? This is one of those athletes that is just competing in indoor, getting on a plane, coming across country. Crazy double. It's a crazy double. It is. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I, some people have been saying UMass will snub from this, from this race. Some people are saying, some that. people are saying, um, that you could actually make a strong argument on the men's and the women's side, but, um, I'm excited to see Kaylee, Kaylee race and, this uh see how she does after that at the mile i think you know we were talking about uh the 5k earlier with kip too um 
I think that there's going to be a lot more damage done to your legs in a 5K than, than a mile. So, I mean, Kaylee looked good out there. She finished fourth, All-American. Let's see how she does out there. I'm excited to watch her race. I don't have my notes with me. Do we know? Can we get a little rundown on who competed in the women's 5K up top? Do we have any good storylines for some indoor track stud performances on the woman's side that are oh, running across? Too busy doing beer miles. And <laughs> try, I, I left my phone in the car too. Trying, so trying, really yeah, trying to put right. people on the spot yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are giving each other layups like, this whole are time. Are you kidding so me? Don't lie. Totally, totally totally I, I figured. I figured one person have it ready to go. Yeah, we were. We were getting a little too stiff there. I feel like we were getting a little bit. Yeah, just shake too it up a little solid. bit. Yeah. Take a. You know. Trent likes to shake it up. Well, while, we, while we do this, do we want? So we're going to explain what we're doing for like. I mean, it wouldn't be peak too early unless we were doing some yeah. type of gambling game between the between the the fellas here. So what we're going to do is we've kind of outlined the all the teams competing today, and we took the list, the ranking from the coaches' poll. So we're going to each pick four teams, and you got to pick one from each tier. So tier one is is one and two from the coaches' poll. Tier two is three to nine. Uh, tier three is ten to sixteen. And then um, tier four is 17 to 25. So we're all going to pick one team from that. Um, do we want to get into the, our picks now before the, the race starts? Or what do you want to do, Mike? Yeah, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Down. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to go We're going to go snake draft in order of finish on Saturday's Irish Clover 5. <laughs> Chris, Trent, me, Mike. I was taking it and easy. Once, I was taking it easy on the boys. You, you, you can pick your team multiple. You don't have if you if a team gets picked, it's not taken off the board. You can still take it. But let's just go in order here, Chris. Why don't you lead us off? Who are you picking from tier one on the women's side? I'm gonna go Arkansas. Let's go Arkansas. Arkansas. Okay. All right. The favorite. I mean, I. I mean, I just gave so much. Oh, right, Trent's up. Sorry. Uh, give me, give me Arkansas as well. I like they got a, a history of, um, you know, they're they prove it year in year out. They're kind of we talk about it, you on the men's side as that powerhouse in the last decade. Arkansas knows how to win, and, and I think they'll show up today. I mean, you're gonna see a theme for me today. On the women's side, I'm going BYU women's win. The right pick is BYU. The right pick's BYU. Uh, that's who I'm taking, Steve. I don't love how much I'm agreeing with you at this point in the in the live stream but BYU is the right pick now we snake drafting it we're coming yeah, back yeah. to me so go ahead give us yeah your, I mean I your pick from tier two. I, I already gave my breakdown of this team I still genuinely believe despite Chris's uh you know garbage <laughs> trashing of my strategy here New Mexico taking the New Mexico women I think that Pack time. It's all about pack time. Everyone knows it's all about pack time. I'm going to put that on a shirt, Chris. When they win, it's going to say New Mexico. It's, it's all about pack high time. school coach. It's all, it's all about, about pack, pack time. time. He didn't care how you did, how you finished. He just wanted to see a tight pack time. So that's kind of like the oh, system we were indoctrinated into. I appreciate Chris lecturing Mike on how pack time yeah, works. That's right. it's how it works. Uh, I'll think a little outside the box here. Give me, the, I think they're ninth in the coaches' floor right now. NAU. I can see a big day out of, out of those ladies out there. All right. I'm going to. Would you, would you like to break that pick down? You want to tell us about their runners and stuff, Trent? No, no. I'm very happy with going with NAU. <laughs> No, they, you, he, you, you put me on the spot. I'm putting your ass right back on the I'm spot. I'm being honest. I just have a good feeling about them. Okay. All right. I, I, I kind of alluded to it earlier. I think NC State women um, are actually ready to, to have a great day today. So I'm picking them for my tier two pick. Uh, let's go. Even though Mike thinks I'm trashing on New Mexico here, not trashing oh. on them, I would actually pick them, but 
Now I can't pick. I was them. about to say I, I can't I'm, pick. That, them now. You're not allowed to do that. So <laughs> I'm gonna go Stanford, and the reason being, I don't know if this is gonna play into this at all, but cross country's in March now. A lot of people had big snowy winters, so I'm gonna go with a pick yeah. that they could train all winter on grass, whereas someone like Colorado didn't really have that opportunity. Michigan, Michigan State, not much opportunity to run on grass this winter. So I think I'm gonna go Stanford for that reason. Good pick. I like that. Next level analysis. So I think it comes back to you for yep, tier three. Oh, okay. Man. Let's do – oh, I've got to stick with the theme at this point. Let's go Bama because sticking with the, the warm weather. Okay. Well, this is uh, – Trent, you're up. Yeah, this, this is me. This is me totally picking out of my ass now. It wasn't before. But uh, I like Boise State up in the mountains. A lot of altitude training up there. All right, so I, I'm looking at this. I'm like, you know, you always kind of want to – I like Furman. You know, I, I'm tempted to pick them, but this is going to be a boring pick because Chris just picked that. But I'm going with Bama, led by Mercy. I mean, mm-hmm. this is – got to go Bama with my tier three. You got that front runner. Damn it. All right, yeah, I wanted to take Bama because the low stick, but – that's just not going to happen because I'm not saying <laughs> that would be guys. fun. Uh, and you picked my number two, Steve, or you mentioned my number two team, Steve. I'm, I, I don't know anything about this tier of teams. When we get to tier four, it's going to get even uglier. Um, but I do know the history of uh, Furman's cross country program. I'm taking Furman with my third pick. And then with my fourth pick, oh man, this one's like picking out of a hat. But you know what? I'm going to take. The hometown, no, 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 no. Okay, a little little switcheroo there. I'm going to take Oklahoma State. They're on their home course. They know what's going down. That's who I'm taking. The hometown, I thought that's where you're going with Oklahoma State. But you can also go hometown, do UConn, a little New England rep, so I'll go UConn. I think I'm going to go with – who'd you pick, Mike? I took Oklahoma State. I'm going to go Georgetown. Georgetown, my tier, tier four pick. All right. I obviously have to pick Iowa State, and there is good reason because I think there will be a front runner there, and then that pack time after that front runner. The Great at Iowa State. All about the pack time there. Get out of here. <laughs> How much time we got left? We, we we got just a couple minutes, Steve. So I think it might be time to turn it over to our televisions and uh, maybe regrouped at. Uh, do we want to, Do we want to pick men right now? Well, I think we'll come back for a halftime show and pick the men. Right. We'll have time. Let's do it. No, we, do we, it got a couple we got a couple minutes. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to have plenty to talk about after the women's race. You're right. Quickly, You're right. So now let's go in reverse order. So, Mike, why don't you kick us off for uh, your tier one? <clears throat> I mean, I already gave this pick. NAU by a bazillion. BYU doesn't even belong in the same tier. All right. So now it's on me. Uh, BYU. Yeah, I think we're pretty clearly divided. This side of the room right now is on the NAU train. This side of the room maybe on the BYU, but I'll go NAU. Then I'll I'll go with the BYU just to keep it interesting and split right. split the room up here. Right. Split like the room. It. I like it. Um, so let's move on to to tier two picks on the men's side. So Chris, it sneaks back to you. As much as I'd love to pick Iowa State here, I know that they did some track racing. I don't really know how deep the squad is uh, coming into this cross country race. So I'm gonna go with Arkansas. The fact that Chris did not pick Iowa State. That's wild. I mean, I mean you've, taken, you've taken every Iowa State athlete. <laughs> all you've talked about is Iowa State. You're the trash in pack time. We're talking about Iowa State. You're going to take them. Give me Iowa State because if they do show up today, Chris is going to regret that. So I will regret yeah. that. <laughs> all right. So 
it's on me here. This is actually a tough tier because there's no, I mean, I think the, the team that pops off the board here would have to be Oklahoma State, but I'm on the record today saying that I don't think they're going to have a great day. So yeah, you really put yourself in a box there, oh, didn't yeah. you? I'm going to go Iowa State. Everyone's right. having to, to live up for the stupid comments they made earlier <laughs> in the show. Now. Uh, well, I, you know, praised Oklahoma State for like 45 minutes. So obviously, I'm taking Oklahoma State. And then right back to me. Oh, yes, I. this is perfect that it, I end up in this spot because I get to take our guys from Wisconsin. This is a huge Wisconsin podcast. Shout out, Colin. Shout out, Ryan. Of course, I'm taking the boys from Wisconsin. Don't come back to me. Yeah, you took my spot. He's making it tough. I'm going to go shout out Brandon Allen. We're going Iona. Mm, that's a good choice. Another good uh, you know, history cross country program, they're always in the mix. Back to you, Trent. Trying to think of who I can shout out here. I don't know if I know any people <laughs> these schools personally. Uh, I like Ole Miss. I like, I like, we were an SEC podcast this year, and there hasn't been too much love given to the SEC. So give me Ole Miss. Uh, bad pick, bad pick. They all, they all did track. They have a stellar track team. I don't know about their cross country uh, chances here, but that's all right. You did your best. You did your best. You did your best. We'll, we'll go. I can't pick someone that has already been picked. So I'll go NC State. Yes. For really, for no reason other than Wisconsin and Iona were my other two picks. They've been <laughs> taken. So. Uh, back to you, Trent. Back to me. No, Chris. That oh, that's back. Right. No, oh, that doesn't feel good. Like right. Keep it rolling here. Let's go. Man, it's kind of a shot in the dark, huh? This is where it gets fun. Uh,. Let's go Air Force. Oh. Shout out. Let's go Air Force. Sure. Yeah, I think, I think all four of us were looking at Air Force. <laughs> on the board. I believe last year when we were season-long picking cross-country teams, I was a Portland pilot type of guy. And so I got a stick through. It's like that, that guy that was good for you like one season in fantasy football, so you draft him every year. <laughs> I'll stick with Portland. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I mean, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go with the chalk here. I'm gonna go Indiana. All right. Because I was gonna go Air Force. I want to give a shout out to Service Academy, but we signed the trend where we're not we're not double dipping. And I like that trend. I like that trend. So. All right. So before we get a bunch of haters, people calling us out, this is the most classic P2 early thing we've ever done. Because I just realized something, gentlemen. What? We just took this from the coaches' polls. I don't even think some of these teams made the championship oh, shit. so we might just pick some teams are but i think we stick with it <laughs> if you're, if you're, i hope we just spent five to ten minutes talking about no joe get out of here. i don't want to see the list i don't want to know this did, did you realize that did you know that, that was happening so someone call, someone call in and tell us who we picked that isn't i don't even want to know no i think we got to stick with it i can't see the list that's unfair we're good. Uh, we're good. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this, this list came out like we're gonna have to repick. <laughs> this list came out a week before uh, the selection, so so there's a yeah. solid chance that these some of these teams aren't even in the championship. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. That's what you're getting. Ole Miss is definitely not like yeah, I, I like. Yeah. I, actually, well, that's not true. The one Ole Miss guy, uh, Suleiman, is is Ole running Miss. right. Ole Miss. So they're feeling okay. They're feeling Listen, the team. If you, those guys are doubling, so that'll you be, wanna, that'll be a good. If you want stuffy track talk, that uh, you know. 
you, we know all of them. We have all the spreadsheets, stuff like that. I know Flow Tracks doing a live stream right now, so you can go and check them out. But if you want, <laughs> you want entertaining stuff, we got it. And with that, my last pick, right as we're getting into the women's race, which just kicked off here, I'm gonna take Wake Forest, who I have no idea if they're in or not, but I'm taking them. Perfect. All right. That's it. We'll do. We'll, are we planning on doing a quick halftime? Show? Yeah, let's do a halftime okay. show, and then. Uh... All right. Thanks for tuning in. Tune back in at at, uh, at halftime. We'll we'll break down the women's race. What is like a good stage? Oh, Whitney is out of it. She is not. All right, we're live. We're live. We're live. Wow. We're live. This is insane. Here, let me tweet this real quick. We are watching the end of the the finishing up of the women's cross country race right now. We there is some carnage out there. It's a war zone out there. Women down everywhere. People gave their absolute all. You don't ever get that camera angle of them just kind of walking around and seeing the people collapsing on the field there. What a race, though, huh? Dude, holy Let's smoke. go! Let's like get this cross-country national championship! Whew. I feel like this is the first time I've taken a breath in the last, like, 45 minutes. I don't know how to work YouTube. I've been trying to get YouTube videos uploaded for 45 minutes. I've been trying to get this stupid thing to work. Obviously, people who watched before know that our call-in thing didn't work like I promised it would. So, we're figuring it out over here, but... Roll Tide! What a... What a meat... Holy crap. I mean, biggest takeaways right off the bat. Whitney Orton, Gritty Witty, not her day. She she falls off right at the end. I mean, she looked great. And then I was saying to you, it looked like she made a move with like, I think it was like 2K to go, tried to push away from the field. And they just swallowed her right back up. And a lot of hills there. Yeah. A lot of hills with that. Right with 2K, it looked like she was surging up a hill. And I thought she was about to make some space. And there was a big pack at that point still. It was probably like, I don't know, 10 people all yeah. kind of packed in there that had a legit chance. And she tried to surge. And then the Alabama women covered. There was Oklahoma State, Stanford, NC State was right there. Uh, and then she got wallowed up. And they showed her at the end. She was, she was you know, kind well, of Well, I think we need to talk about that finish real quick. It was like... I have never seen anything like that before in my life watching this sport. Like, there was girls just, like, laying out all the place. It looked, yeah, like, I mean, it it was a, looked like a war zone. And then you have people, like, dragging limp bodies off the course. I mean, this course lived up to expectation. I love it, Steve. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It lived up to expectation, man. I was, I was, I mean, that was crazy. But um, we still don't have a winner yet, right? We don't have an official Still winner. waiting on official results. Here. I think because of Gritty's fall apart there, they went from a one to... Pretty, I think they picked up like 30 points. There. So I think I, I, more. You, you heard it here first. NC State We're calm, is the man. woman's champion. You heard <laughs> well, it here first. Well, you didn't hear it here first. You heard it from me first. Oh, I said NC State. <clears throat> NC State. I said they, I was like, they're the, they're the underdog today. Go back. Or, you know, let's rewind the tape. I definitely said it. Well, I don't know if people are going to be able to rewind the tape because who knows if I actually got that up on YouTube or not. But. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, whatever. Congrats, Steve. You you called it. You called it right. So uh, we do need to backtrack quickly and touch on the fact that <laughs> we could, we really missed on Arkansas in the pregame show. Yeah. Whoops. Listen, I made a prep sheet, and we decided to go off script. I don't know I why. Know, I know. I, I did all the research. Well, I did all the work. Or maybe, since it looks like I'm going to win the pool, maybe I did that strategically. Yeah, maybe. All right, on the TV now, we got uh, Mercy Chellingat. She is your... 2020 cross country champion. National it sounds champ. weird saying 2020, but I think this is technically the 2020 yeah, cross country champion. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she 
ran perfect. She sat back, just kind of sat in the, the front pack. And then as soon as they reeled uh, Gritty Woody back in, she just busted open a move with like a K to go and it was over. And they were saying that the da- the finish was like a 200 meter downhill. So she made the move at the perfect time where she had enough distance and it was like, nobody's going to catch you on that that downhill. She just opened it up enough and badass race. She, she tried to make a move on that hill and she looked great for like the majority of the race. It wasn't until the second half where stuff started really getting really getting tougher out there and she, she fell off quick. It looked for a while. Uh, Ella Donnie, the freshman from Stanford, was looking like she might have a chance to win it there. And she was one of the uh, the war zone bodies that got pulled off. I think she got caught by a couple people down the home stretch, but she literally gave her all. She she collapsed across the finish line. But I think that's a name we're probably going to be hearing for a little while is Ella Donnie. Do we have an official winner yet? No, we're still waiting. Still winning. I got to imagine it's NC State, right? It is. We already announced it, Steve. We're sticking with it. It's <laughs> NC State. Right. I mean, this Bama punch at the front, though. Yeah, that, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see where four and five were because. Well, well, the feed's out. Oh, that's another thing we should talk about. Holy yep. smokes, man. 30 Woo-hoo. minutes to find the feed. To Try even... to, I'm sorry for you people who didn't get actually get to watch this because you couldn't find out where to watch it. it was, we had to, like, pull some crazy strings to get this, this well, race. So I have the, we're at my house. I have ESPN. I have ESPN Plus. Why, do, why don't I have this meet? I don't but, know. I mean, and so, like, apparently it's on ESPNU, which isn't included in the vast array of ESPN products I subscribe to. Like, what's the deal? Like, if something is on ESPN. Oh, oh. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you oh, it looks like BYU has won. No, I'm sticking with it. I think they've got to recount. Well, it's too early. It's recount. Too early. No, they are celebrating. <laughs> they are. are you BYU are the champions. What? NC wow, State second. This is unbelievable. Oh. Let's go. Let's go. Oh my. How did they still Cougars. pull that off when they, they lost had, 30 they, points? They, they must have had, had a good pack. I think they had a good pack. They must have had a, like a fourth or fifth girl step up or something yeah. because I thought for sure that this was this was done and over. I mean, clearly, I thought it was done and over. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this, you, you realize how cool this is? Like, they didn't have, they didn't have a, somebody at the front of the pack. You thought for sure they were going to have a low stick. They didn't. I mean, this is truly pack time right now. Oh this is unbelievable. This, this yeah. wouldn't be a Victoria live stream if we didn't just announce it at NC State. <laughs> That's the only way we know how to do it, is just to be so brutally wrong about everything. <laughs> yeah, see, you're right. The recipe for BYU was for Whitney to win, and then everyone else to kind of just, just fall into place there. And then she doesn't win. And then she probably was a third girl for BYU today, maybe. Maybe the fourth girl. Like, people were, were passing her down the home stretch there, just, like, pulling her along. And it mattered because it had to be close. I don't know. We don't have the scores yet, but it had to be damn close. We so, we thought for a second that she might have dropped out. Like, that's how yeah, fall, yeah. F- yeah. F- far she was falling. Did I pick the top three teams? Uh, no. Got, I got BYU. NC State. I got Bama. I got NC State. Oh, God. Did Bama get third? <clears throat> we don't know that. I don't sure. think Bama got third. I think I think there are four and five are really far back. Yeah. Can we see? To the, be confirmed. Can we but, see the team results, please, ESPN? Put it on the TV. Okay, Let's so go. We can't, we can't find the race anywhere. We're scrambling. We're, you know, we, we said, okay, we, we can't find an ESPN after we've been talking about it for weeks, how we're excited that the race is finally going to be up. We're going to have a cross-country race on ESPN. It's not on ESPN. So we go to FlowTrack because we saw FlowTrack said that they you could watch the race live on FlowTrack. So we hook up FlowTrack. And it turns out you're not watching any race. You're just watching people talk about the race live. Um, and then and then we finally had to, like, log into Chris's uh, – 
cable in his home and we finally able to get it. But it shouldn't be this hard to watch this meet, especially if it's on ESPN. Look at that. There it is, the trophy. trophy. I think there's still time to do a recount. Yeah, this isn't officially yet, is it? NC State still has a chance at this thing. They might have to hand over that that trophy. I would yeah. like to see the team score. So I'm sure we can get a pull. I'm not done bashing on ESPN. Yeah, let's keep the, going. The, the camera work, miserable. It was like cutting out every two seconds. And then whenever they went to the drone, it was like pointed at a parking lot. Yeah. The drone was so, tough. The drone that, was, that, was, tough. that was terrible. I mean, we just saw some track meets that had amazing coverage, like the Texas qualifier where they had the drone flying around the track. They had zero issues there. So I don't know why when it's ESPN backed and there's actually money in it, that they can't figure it out. Makes no sense. So can we uh, – it is fun to bash ESPN and everybody else. The scoring, the live scoring was very good. It was very, very good. That was good. It's fun to watch it, like, you know, shift in. You could see, like, oh, Alabama had those two low sticks. So it's like, oh, they're in first. But you can see how the math works out, and they slowly – like, being able to watch that live was, was huge. I like how Whitney's got a big smile on. She's not bumming about her day I, right now. Yeah. She probably – I can't imagine what she felt like, though, for the first five minutes after the race until they just heard this result. Right. She was probably just devastated. But her teammates picked her up. Oh, they did. If they lose that, yeah, that's going to be a tough day mm-hmm. for her. And I think that's always a question because I think we'll all say, like, team comes first. You want that team championship. Obviously, deep down in her heart, she wanted that individual title. So it sucks, but – you're right. She she hasn't been doing anything but smile since they found out since they handed the trophy. So I think even though you know she might be forcing a little bit, I know she is happy, but it, that sucks. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that sucks. I want to shout out the Washington girl, uh, Herbert, who went out uh, yep. to start the first 2K. I Just props to anyone that wants to go out and take the lead in national championship. We're all kind of like trying to figure out who she is out in front. She's looking pretty strong. I don't think she ended up in that top pack at all. Uh, but anyone that's willing to go out in front at a national championship – Gotta love it. The two Alabama, I mean, Mercy won, but her teammate there, I think, uh, ooh, if they have a Tissenmeyer or something like that. But All she right. looked like she was going to start for a moment. Results. We have it. We got BYU, wow. NC State, Stanford, oh, Stanford. State, Minnesota, New Mexico, Colorado, Alabama, Boise, Arkansas. Wow. That wasn't even Alabama. as close as I thought, though. BYU ends up winning by 70 points or so. Even with, wow. like, 30 extra. Yeah. We were so far off. Wow. How did, what happened? Well, at, at the, you know, they have the, the splits at 3K. At the 5K, with 1K to go, NC State was, like, right was in there the lead. with BYU. It was very, very close. Oh, no, so yeah, to sorry, see, they were right behind. Yeah, to see Greedy Witty kind of fall back a little bit, it's shocking that, like, that BYU pack must have just came in hot. Or, NC State or might or have NC fallen State apart. Yeah, who knows? It's so hard to tell what happened, especially, like, back in the in the pack. But that's shocking. That's a... Mate, wow, that's gonna be so funny when people. I hope we get this replay back a million times that we just called NC State wins the championship by 80 freaking points. That's bad, that's real bad. I'm not gonna, yeah, we're We're live, baby. We're live, we're live, baby. We're live. What a day for BYU, though. So, you know what, they um, based on those results, right? Whitney knew that she could. And she could go for it, right? And she didn't need to worry about falling off too hard and losing it for her team. I mean, just – I don't know what was wrong with the live scoring. I didn't I didn't think it was going to be that close. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be that much of a domination, but they straight up just dominated. So credit to them. You know, credit for, to Whitney for going out and going after it. Um, but, yeah. That is, a, that is a great point that she – 
was able to like if you're going for the team title and that's first and foremost maybe you run more conservatively if you're her and you yeah. kind of like sit back in the pack but yeah gutsy as hell she didn't she didn't wait around for it yeah she's definitely pushing going up that hill and yeah she had the, it, it's obvious now that she had that that luxury to do that she didn't mm-hmm. have to she didn't have to like keep it honest right yep so you know you saw like halfway through the race kind of that top i guess it was seven girls i think kind of break away I'm kind of wondering, and you can see it by the way people fell apart, how the scores changed so drastically at the very end of the race. But that a boy Trent, that a boy Trent. Trying to pull the results on my phone here, and somehow it's uh, trying to show me the selection. So sorry about but, that. <laughs> but I'm wondering, like, how many girls' strategy was just like, I'm not going with that front pack. Like this course is so difficult. I know people are coming back to me. Let me sit right here. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm not getting. I'm not getting uh, gapped. I'm like, this is playing out exactly. If you're not, if you don't have a chance to win it, you shouldn't have been in the, the top seven, right? You got to sit back and let the course play out. So, I mean, that's clearly what the BYU women did. We just couldn't quite see them because they were just off <laughs> yeah. the, they were just off the back. But that's definitely was we, their their approach. We, could, we couldn't right. see them either because the you know we were at the drone footage watching like a bunch of like pickup trucks and like <laughs> and, I don't know, lawnmowers and stuff. I don't know. When you could see the course, though, we'll say the course looked awesome. Yeah, that would be fun to place to spectate. Absolutely. Great start. Just a great big old field this year. Huge. And the drone shot did have them in the beginning. So that was the peak of the drone right there. And I hope the NCAA kind of sticks with this difficult course thing uh, in championship season. I mean, because we've seen we've seen so many national championships come and go where it's essentially like a glorified track race, right? You go out there, you get like slow rolling hills. It's all flat. Um and it's just, you know, might as well, might as well be on the track. Last year was great because it got muddy, it got sloppy, mm-hmm. so it made it kind of more of a strength race. But I'm down for these difficult courses, throw hills in there. I want to see people collapsing at the oh, finish yeah. line. I want to see, you know, people being carried, you know, carried away because they can't walk on their own. Like, this is, this is, this is what we love about cross country. Uh, shout out Taylor Rowe. We were talking whether the home uh, oh, yeah. advantage yeah. would have an advantage. She gets a second place. She was right in the pack there to the very end until Mercy made her big move. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe there is a little home home field advantage there. We've talked about it before when we're just watching ESPN right now. What did John Anderson do to deserve this? <laughs> his, his daughter used to high jump from Missouri. I do know that. Like, okay. He's, he's actually right. got a track dad. Okay, but then and then you just get taken off everything else that ESPN does, and you only get to call like track and cross country going, you know, for the rest of your career because because you, you, your daughter did high jump in college. <laughs> it is kind of nice to have like a legitimate name in mm-hmm. in the booth for a cross country yeah. meet, though. It may, even though we know that for some reason he's falling off the face of the earth, it's like you see John Anderson, and you're like, oh, this is legit. Like they're they're putting the the big guns out there today for the cross country championships. Who are those jabronis? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we got oh, we got the BYU coach here with some kind of crazy background. It's like it's blending the into the face, yeah. Um, all right, so we are. What are we like? Ten minutes away from the the men's yeah, let, race here. So, wanna should we wrap up here and come back for the? Sounds good to me. Any anybody want to change their prediction now that we saw the women's the women's race and how that played out? Does anybody feel a little bit differently about their picks? I know Chris is basing his on like you know teams that may have some hills to train on, and I think that's like huge based on watching the women go out there and struggle so hard. So I think yeah, I think I'll take credit for that one, but I definitely got wrong the 
the warm weather and snow because <laughs> yeah, what right. was it? Michigan State and Minnesota were like fourth and fifth. Yeah. And so I think that just throw what I said out of the window on that one. Um, <laughs> but I think the tough course, definitely a factor. I'm excited. After watching the women, <laughs> I am great. so stoked to see the men. The guys have to get go 10K on it. I mean, they're going to yeah. be out there for an extra 10 plus minutes. It's a couple more hills in there. I, I know we predicted NC State won a little bit too early. I'm going to go even earlier. Hand the trophy to NAU. I got my man Lewis on the TV right now. You might as well just get him, get him the trophy because it's over. Clip this right now. NAU's the champions. It's not. 2020 champions. Oh, this is BYU's day. It's BYU's day. No, it's not happening. It's not happening. All right. We'll, uh, we'll see you after the race. Maybe Kip too doesn't look so good. I mean, he looks good. Connor Mance is a bad man. Everybody thought he was done. Everybody thought he was done. He's falling off the lead after Kip two went out hard. And now he's coming back. He's in position to win this damn thing. He, he looks great. This is so dangerous being live with 3K to go because I've already counted Connor Mance out. I've already said NAU, hand him the trophy. I keep saying things that I'm going to regret, and now we have too much race left for me to uh... – Notre Dame is in the lead right now. 3K to go. We got a runner from Hofstra in the lead pack, Mike. What is going on? What is going on? This is wild. We what had mentioned this Florida State guy, Wild Shit or something like that. He's right there. He's right in that Dude, it's Kip too. Connor oh, is taking the lead. Man. Let's go, Mance. Dude, Connor, <laughs> what a badass. Kip too still looks really good, but clearly he's feeling the, the track race and being out there in front by himself. Oh, yeah, he took it out Those guys real hard. reeled him back in. I mean, we were debating, like, other guys went out front. We're like, oh, Connor made the mistake. We thought Kip too was fine, right? And now it's like maybe Kip too made a mistake. Let's see. All right, NAU's got six, five, six, seven, eight right now. There's no way that they're losing to Notre Dame. There's just no way. I got NAU's fifth now is in 23rd, so he made a move or there's some time and stuff. And it looks like the Notre Dame guys are falling off. And there's a huge, there's a huge gap. Oh, 41 points for NAU at the 7K split. Oh, baby. Where's BYU? BYU's a huge. Oh, Okie State. BYU's got a Come huge fall off between Oklahoma. three and four. Arkansas, Arkansas let's go. Man, I'm hoping somebody's chip isn't registering on BYU they just right turn, now. They just turned around. Yeah, they might be losing the side, the, the Hofstra guy, but there's three guys in here that all look like they're they're feeling good. Like, Mance has had the second life. The Florida State guy has just, like, quietly been there the whole time, and Kip Two's Kip Two. It would be, did BYU drop out of the top five? Allegedly. Allegedly dropped out of the I top five. Stanford is in fifth right now. I got BYU's fourth and fifth guy at 86 and 94. Oh, right. They're, They're fading. Done. They're done. You heard it here first. Those guys BYU's were out too hard. They were in the lead pack to start it out. Mance looks good on this hill. No way. No way. And this wild shut guy, who the hell is him? Who the hell is him? Who the hell is him? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is they're going faster than the camera? Kip two is I mean this I mean you gotta be impressed by this. I mean yeah. wins the wins the national championship in the five K, comes out as a boss leading this race, taking it out hard after he said in an interview earlier this week he wasn't gonna take it out hard. 
Um, this is this. I'm I'm a huge fan of Kip too. And he the 5K wasn't even a slow race. Like he commanded that race. So it's not like he tried to save anything for today. He went hard on the track, led the whole thing. We got to talk about they took it out. They took it out. What was the first K? 231. Oh, it is slightly downhill, but 231. I can't. I'm still shocked that Notre Dame's that close. So I'm seeing NAU 5, 6, 7, 8 right now. The goose is loose. 10K is a long way to go from the mile. But Nagusa is still, still making it happen. God, both, I mean, we said going in, like, you kind of have a spot that's rooting for Kip, too, for the story of it, of the 5K championship and then coming out here. But then after watching Mance go out and look like he was toast and rebound, it's like just two guys that I don't, I don't know what to root for. All right. So, it, so uh, NEU's at 41 points right now. At this point in the race, get the opportunity to live bet. Are you taking over under 50 points for, for NAU? I'll take over. You take over? Take over. Just take under. under. I think, I mean, they, they got each other up there, right? It's that fifth guy. If their fifth guy can save, but the pack of the top four are all from the top 10. They're not going anywhere at this point. I'm this, taking under. I, don't know, I, just, I, go, I go under as well. This sounds simplistic, but there's not any room to move up, right? I mean, yeah. how could it possibly, you can't move up anymore unless their fifth guy goes crazy. But there's obvious. I, I just but, think, but I think he will. He's clearly moving up throughout the race. I think. I think he's falling back. I think. I think. <laughs> I just, sorry, he's falling back. Let's see. Hard to keep up on all the movement. Where are we at? Eight k. I, I think. I think Notre Dame back in first at eight k. Oh yeah, they, 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 they haven't right. counted the fifth I don't know man. They haven't right. counted the fifth man yet. But where is any use fifth man? I'm seeing any use. Right, oh, okay. Fifty-eight points. False alarm. Points. Hey, uh, Trent. Are you gonna be excited or pissed if Notre Dame wins this? Oh, I'll be fun. pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be so mad. <laughs> They're gonna fall apart. It's a good storyline, though. I mean, they were not on our radar, right? We didn't, they didn't even get picked by us coming into it. Maybe that speaks more on us than Notre Dame, but man, I need I need BYU to get a couple places. So it looks like yeah, and it looks like the Notre Dame guys are moving up. Yeah. The, their fourth guy took fifth, five places in the last K, and the fifth guy took four in the last K. Oh, man. Nice. These boys are rolling up. There's no way. There's no way that Nico Young hangs on for a 10th place finish, right? No, I think there definitely is. For a top 10? or I think he will. I think he will, too. Dude, Mance is putting on a push. These guys no are way. rolling Mance, up front. Mance is going. Let's go. Uh, oh, and hey, you is, they they're looking back, looking a little tired. We got my man Isa still in the top ten. Oh, the horse is wrong on him. Here we go. So is Nico the top man. any of you guy right now? Yes. Uh, no, it'd be uh, Farah. Oh, but they're they're like right next to each other. Okay. A little bit better drone work this time around. Yeah, haven't got any parking lot shots. The coverage has been better. <laughs> the coverage has been better for this one. Arkansas in fourth. They're at the 9K. Who do you guys got to win this thing? <laughs> I think, I'm, I'm sticking with Kip, too. Sticking with him. I'm sticking with my pick and Mance. I'm going wild shit. I like I like the the dark horse here. Florida State? Yeah, the Florida State guy. He's been there the whole time. 
I mean, look, did, I, did, did I just say Kip too as he's oh. Yeah. Oh. This guy is a beast. We were questioning whether he was hurting his team by going out there with Kip too earlier in the race and whether that was going to just like hurt look me by use chance. Oh, man. Look at this. That's wild. Someone called Jared Ward. He's loving this. Holy smokes. Oh, looks like Wildshirt took a Kip2's falling back fast. And he's got Nico Young, Wow, this is insane. We're going to have a hell of a finish wow. Okay, can you show the finish, please? Why are we looking at the forest right now? What is going on with this coverage, ESPN? Figure it out. We're looking through the trees of Connemans right now. What the hell's going on? There we go. Thank you. Gosh. Let's go, Connor. Oh, oh my God. Look at that gap. Yeah. Look at that gap. This guy is a beast. Probably. Is he the of the week now? Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. I probably shouldn't have said Connor Rance is done. <laughs> he, probably, he heard you. He heard you. Have you ever had a race where you died 3K in and then somehow rallied he, he, to he take it down like this? Good he did not look he good. He's getting burned. He never looks good, though. That's the thing about Connor Rance. He looks like he has he has a painful stride. Dude. He's always all and out. And he looks like he yeah he what? looks like he's going all out. And every he's coming step. back. How do you open up that big of a gap? Mance has put the wheels on. And NAU's, NAU's falling. Dude, NAU's fifth NAU's falling. falling. Bosley is, is falling. Where, can you look up where NAU's sixth guy is? BYU's? Just see if they have cover over top. Oh, Connor Mance will look over he's the right shoulder. There. Coming down the so home stretch here, baby. Right. I'm so pumped for this guy. He's such a badass. He's got a quarter of a mile left. Three wow. times is like Connor made a mistake going with Kip too. He made a mistake. <laughs> Way to go, Mike. <laughs> you really know what you're talking about. Man, this is incredible. All right, I'm willing to say it. NAU, your 2020 cross country team champions. Just like you said, Connor Mance was not going to win no, this race. <laughs> this one will be right. And just like NC State was the winner of the women's oh, race. Connor, Connor just got a I, Come on, give me, give me a, a celebration, Connor. Give me a celebration. This is domination. This is These NAU guys might be chasing down Kip 2 a little bit, too. Yeah. Kip 2's got to be. He's, he's be just, hurt. his legs got to be. Where's, where's Grahava? He, he's like he's in like 15. in 12th or 15. Like, yeah, yeah, he's like not even their top guy right now. Nico Young. Nico Young. Nico. Wow. Didn't we didn't know if he would have the endurance for the 10K, but clearly. Give us a celebration, Connor. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's crazy. Ran like a champ. Where's um? All right, show. Why is this a tiny little? Come on, up there. ESPN. Figure it out. No, what are we doing right now? So show the race. Show the race. Ah. Okay. Who at least they got guy? a. At least they got a camera on the finish Who, line. Who's the FSU guy? Wow, shit! I don't know. Oh, uh, Kip two. Kip two hung on. I mean, still. Right. I mean, it's amazing double. double. Nico. Nico in fourth place. Wow. We got one, two, three NAU across the line. There's there's Gujalva. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a that's that's <laughs> dominated. That's the win. absolute domination. That's the win. Tulsa guy with a stash. There's a BYU. Dude, I'm still blown away by Connor Mance. My non-running. There's Notre Dame's. There's Notre Dame's. Is that their five? Is that their 
Two through. Two through. But where's NAU? What's this guy from Hofstra right here? He's struggling to get across the finish. Oh, dang. NAU's fifth coming in? There's Messiah up there. Messiah. Okay, were we we're waiting on NAU's fifth? There you oh, there it is. There All right, it's over. Are it's you it's sure? Over. No, no, that's it. pretty far back, though. No, because no, that, that was just Notre Dame's fifth guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think... They had enough people it's, up in it's front. Over. It's over. NAU's champions. Just like... I'm not seeing you. BYU jerseys. No. They faded hard. was tough, man. Yeah. Yeah. Not a great day for BYU. UML, Right there. The kid from UML right there across yeah. the finish line. Oh, he smokes. I mean, I know I'm not like the, Oh, you're uh, not right there. Get <laughs> the flow. A little, little bumping and shoving there, coming in the finish line from oh, Oregon. BYU's 4-5. Oh, oh, God. Wow. They got rocked. <laughs> oh, no. They definitely had a couple beers this year. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I was not expecting Notre Dame to be second. Nobody was. I was Did not expecting them. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yeah, that is. Dang, I they have, have we seen chance at one point to to win it. Have we seen a fifth uh, BYU come across? I, I think yeah. that was just one right there. I think that was BYU's four or five a little bit ago. I could be wrong. Oh man. Oh, I mean, they just confirmed sixty them. points. NAU. I mean, they went out with that pack there in the top 10. And, and obviously, you know, not everybody finished right next to each other. But when you had that pack, 5K, 6K in, and you're working with each other. Dude, that team is just so good. They're so good. And they, they just feed off each other, right? When you have your whole team there surrounding you. There it is. All right. I guess Nico Young's the real deal, huh? Uh, he's the real deal. Holyfield. He's probably your 2021 cross-country champion. You're saying that now? <laughs> no. Kip two would still be around, right? We got NAU, Notre Dame, yeah. Oklahoma State, Arkansas, Tulsa, Utah State. Oh nope! Shout out to my man, Mystery Man, Isa Rodriguez at the eighth place finish, getting it done. That's my dude on his home course. Wow! Has John Anderson made any contributions to this? <laughs> Who? John Anderson? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> You know it's a tough course when you only have what is that four guys under thirty? Yeah, that's very rare. Yeah, considering how fast. Yeah, especially because they took it out. In the- it went out two thirty one. I don't think they held that pace for. Uh... Looks like BYU is going to grab seventh. Oh, yeah. One twelve sixty nine seventy one. Did Oklahoma State get third? We're showing Oklahoma State in third. Oh. Yeah. Looks uh, like that home course, Chris. Home course. home course worked out. I was wrong on that take. <laughs> My takes went a little bit better on the men's race. A little bit better. Did you guys say that we, me in high school, like my team in high school, we got a home course advantage because our course was tough? I think home course advantage is real. Definitely is real. It proved to be real today. Wow. Oh, there's the shot of everybody yeah, on there. Get the carnage shot in. Do you think there's more vomit on that finish line or our finish line yesterday? <laughs> it's probably pretty close. I don't think it is. <laughs> yes, it is for sure. All right. There it is. Well, it's a wrap. That's what a wrap. You, what do you guys think? I mean, I, I was obviously pretty confident that NAU is the best team in the, uh, in the field, but uh, 
Okay, turn this down real quick. Oh, sorry. Let's get the mute on uh, that. I was worried that the race was going to end up being boring, and Kip Two was just going to run away. It looked it looked as though he was going to run away from everyone. It was going to be boring. Just a one man show. The the fact that people reeled him in, and especially Connor, after looking like he was going to be out the back of the pack, that I mean, was super exciting. Do you think that was a bad move on Kip Two's part? Take it out that hard. Absolutely. Do, does he win if he stays back? But I don't know if he wins if he's timid, though. I think, I mean, part of his racing yeah. style is he's like, I'm the best person here. I'm just going to run like I'm the best person here. Yeah, that's I was just going to say, I don't think he knows how to race any other. I don't think <laughs> that. Not that he doesn't know how to. I think that that's that's how that's he's going to have. He, that's that's gonna be he just grinds as hard as he can, and they're still feeling it in the legs, clearly. Yeah. Let's say knowing that you ran that race the other night, though. Maybe you should have rethought the strategy. Like that's on the coach, though, not on him. Yeah, that's on the coach. Right, like, right. hey man, you're gonna have a little junk in your legs. Don't let that adrenaline get to you. Sit in that pack. Maybe we don't know. Maybe the coach did say that. That's true. That. Like, Whatever, coach. I'm Although, going for it. With all that said, I don't know if anybody's beaten Conrad's today. Like, yeah, yeah, he ran like such a badass. I, I'm still. I cannot. I know we've said it a million times, but like he was done. He, he was, was done. done. He looked done. Like he fell off that back. I mean, I wonder if it was just like, do you think he consciously made the decision like, hey, I need to regroup. I can't be going out this hard. I got to like settle into my pace type of thing. Or was he actually hurting and like falling off? Well, I think part of it, if you look at paying attention to some of the splits, Kip 2 just, Connor Mance actually ran pretty even splits minus the first K being ridiculous. <laughs> Tip two actually was slowing down every single K after a while. So I think Mance was running more even than it looked. To us, it looked like he's dying, falling back. But I think Kip two was just pushing way too hard, way too early. Yeah. And he actually just came backwards, where Mance was actually pretty steady throughout. Yeah. I definitely think it was it was definitely race tactics. I know, yeah, good point where it's like uh, Kip two is definitely pushing the pace. Um, he just, it, I don't know if it was so much him, like Mance was slowing down more if he's just like, okay, I'm deciding not to go with not them. to push. The if, if I go with him, I'm not going to have a shot to win this thing. But if I ease off right now, I have a shot for this to come back to me. And it didn't. And he beat kept you by 30 seconds in the last two K. That's yeah. unreal. That yeah. last like one K hat, like 500 meters. He just like burned it up so bad. <laughs> Every time they showed it, right, like you get the the shot of the front pack there and the gap just was getting like it wasn't slowly getting bigger. All of a sudden it just went, you know, like a football field. And so what is it? I mean, BYU seventh. That's pretty shocking, I would say. Notre Dame second, BYU seventh. That's I don't think anybody predicted that. Yeah, certainly not. Uh, literally no. no <laughs> yeah. I don't know. NAU, though, the dynasty continues, you know? They shake off last year. They get the whole pack in there again. Uh, they're just going to keep on keeping on. And, I mean, obviously, the team's still young, right? I mean, you got Nico there, and I don't see that team slowing down anytime soon. I mean, I honestly I think that this might be the best of their teams. It might be the best of their teams. Maybe the uh, their third championship there with uh, – Tyler Day, Tyler Day's last season, that team might rival it a little bit, but that team, that pack up front was just like, what can you do? What can you do? About yeah, that? yeah. Who else won an individual title for BYU? Jared Ward? Who else is good for BYU? Probably Ward. Got yeah. your fact check back for that. Where's our stats and research? Try, try you're the stats That's guy, aren't you? So, what do you think? I think we should wrap up a, a long day across country. Yeah, long weekend. Long weekend. I mean, this has been a hell of a weekend. A lot of con lot of content coming out. 
from from this weekend. Uh, Chris, we got to get you on your flight. Thanks for coming out and hanging out with the Peak Too Early boys. Thanks for having me. We got we got to do it again soon. All right. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, let's wrap it up. Well done, Mike. Nice job, Michael. You didn't have any.